now. Taylor writes in. He says, Roddy, why do you keep that microphone in front of your face? I find it a little distracting, but enjoy the show otherwise. How about that? I moved it because my chiropractor said, Rod, your neck is getting screwed because you're leaning over this microphone all the time. Can you prop it up? My my chiropractor is very happy. Oh, yeah. You guys aren't. I don't know what to do. Been in radio for 30 years. I never worried about what it looked like. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. My neck's already sore, and we're just starting a new week. It's not a a good start. Uh Uh-oh. Welcome to the RP Show. Please do not adjust your sets. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm wearing a Winnipeg Blue Bomber jersey, and uh, you're going to find out why in a moment. How about that? How do you like it so far, Canada? Those guys are geeked up back there. I know. Ready for the st- Don't ready for blow the st- it all in yeah, the first don't segment. Shoot your wad in the start, guys. <laughs> uh, it's episode number 548 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. We welcome in our American friends and Canadian sports fans around the world. Uh, big show today. Looking forward to these guys coming out. Connor Bedard. We still call him the Western Hockey League's first exceptional player. I guess he will be forever. Yes. Uh, Connor Bedard will be joining us, the star of the Regina Pats and Hockey Canada. Uh, that's in hour one. Mike Richards joining us from Saga 960 Radio in Mississauga to top all things sports uh, coming up in hour two. And I feel like um, I'm ready to just jump into the quick six show topics other than to say the reason why, because you're going to want to know why I'm wearing a bomber jersey, and it's mm. part of our week two CFL recap here. But because it is Monday, we always do our Great Western Brewing Company photo album, RP Show Summer Photo Album. So just to give you an idea of what we got up to over the weekend, do you have some in there? I do, but I know Clark asked for a little bit of time. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's all right. So we'll get to that. Well, let's hit the quick six show topics before we go any further there. <laughs> get to our photo album a little later on uh there are a lot of things going on right now not as many as i would like but it's canada it's august and a lot of people talking about the canadian football league and i think that's a good place to start on this monday on another hot summer day there is actually some breaking news out of the canadian football league it was you that alerted me to farhan lalji's tweet within what 30 minutes ago 15 yeah really go ahead you know 10 to 15 minutes ago that it looks like Bo Levi Mitchell is going to miss some time due to injury. Um, he was, in fact, playing with a leg injury in week two that was suffered in week one. So all signs are pointing towards Michael O'Connor, the former UBC Thunderbird and uh, Penn State quarterback, to uh, get the start, his first start on Friday. And I believe they have Montreal on Friday. So Michael O'Connor yeah. looks like he's getting the start. Bo Levi Mitchell out for this week's game for the Calgary Stampeders. How about that? But let's just look back for a second. Thursday night. It opened with the BC Lions beating Calgary 15-9. to We talked to that uh, ad nauseum on Friday's show. Friday night, the game of which we were at, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers beat the Toronto Argonauts 20-7. to And I'm going to spend some time on that. Wasn't the greatest game from an Argos perspective, and I had them picked to win, but it looked like they were running in quicksand, if running at all. They struggled mightily against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are now 2-0. and It was the Argos' first loss, 1-1, and and we they're now 1-1. And we haven't even talked about the fact that I really enjoy the game notes that the CFL sends out. In 130 years of Argos football, they had never been 2-0 and to start a season with road wins. Never in 130 years. Wow. And that continues after losing to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But I got to say this, and it's part of our photo album. We do have some photos from that. We went to the game, and thank you, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, for the tickets. They seated us in around the Brady-Olivera family. And can I tell you something? That's a big family. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. They did not stop cheering from the moment the Bombers took the field until the final gun. The, Oliv- the Oliveira family out of Winnipeg. Man, are they proud of their kid. The Canadian tailback for the Blue Bombers, who's filling in for Andrew Harris now. No reason to think that he's going to lose his spot. Oh. Why would- Can you lose your job due to injury? Well, and Is it Brady Oliveira? And I must say... When we were watching that. We made sure we were in our seats for the intros, and yeah. you made sure to get the Zach Caleros, uh, the Caleros uh, intro entrance, graphic, yeah. his entrance. But do they love Brady Oliveira? Like the place, the lid blew off the place when they announced his name. So they love him, and so uh, clearly he's caught on really, really quick. Yeah. So just to recap what went on, you know that we did our live show Friday from the World Junior Lacrosse Championship, but then we went to the Bomber game, and I mean. We did lose her laps around the concourse prior to the game and ran into Wade Miller, the president of the Blue Bombers. I gave him, hey, Wade. And what did he, huge grin. He's like, hey, guys, like, good luck tonight. Walk 10 feet, run into Jermise Jones, the uh, former Bomber and Rough Riders offensive lineman. He points out this guy first. He's like, I know this guy. <laughs> I know this guy. So that, and then uh, you got the Jason Sudeikis reference, and some people thought you were a TSN announcer, and it was just so amazing, and that's on the heels of the Winnipeg Jets giving us a tour of their brand-new facility, and I said, i got to buy me some Jets gear. And they said, nah, and they said, our store's not open yet. What'd you say? It was under construction or something? No, it just wasn't open. I I think their store was only open in season, I think. The downtown one. Downtown was closed in, in August. I don't think there was a lot of traffic down there. So I think... I posted, so, because I, I tried to buy some Bomber stuff from the Bomber store, but if you can believe, of all the things that I liked, they didn't have anything in my size. Well, that place was packed. And they had everything, and it was packed, and it was shoulder to shoulder. So, I moseyed on over to Moose Jaw on Sunday to Ultimate Fan Zone, and uh, I bought this, and Billy over there said, I, he goes, I got Bomber stuff coming. He goes, people are asking for it, hardcore, at Ultimate Fan Zone and Moose Jaw. But this jersey I put on, I'm like, Dang, dang, I like it. It fits great. I like the cut of it. So, yes, a lot of Ryder fans' heads popped off over this, but they sure liked it in Winnipeg. A guy posted it to my Instagram and Twitter, and I think for the people that are upset, this is me moving on to the next phase of my life. And that's not to say that I'm Joe Blue Bomber, but I'm the CFL guy. How many times have I said I'm not the Ryder guy, but I can still... Support every team in the league. And if they're blue, Bob's your uncle because it's my favorite color. Yeah. But I had, a guy, I had a guy say, oh, are you announcing that you're the next voice of the Bombers? I'm like, dude, listen. Said I'm not looking for a job in the Canadian Football League. There's a lineup of guys. Well, first of all, the job's not open to be voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bob Irving will have it forever for as long as he wants it. And two, there's a lineup of qualified guys in that town. I'm not in that lineup. I just like the jersey, and I like the way we were treated in Winnipeg, okay? So, enough about that. Blue Bombers beating the Argonauts 20-7, to then a Saturday doubleheader. I didn't see this coming. Who saw this coming? Montreal walking. You did? You picked? I called it. Not at that. Well, look at you. Not at that level. Bragger Bob. <laughs> you asked the question. Anyways, as you were. <laughs> uh, well, Montreal slapped around the Edmonton Elks. 30-13, to 13. and... Trevor Harris didn't struggle as much Saturday as he did in week one in terms of throwing all those interceptions, but they're still struggling in Edmonton with the Elks, and they're 0-2. Montreal looked midseason form. I guess I overlooked the Montreal Alouettes. Who needs a preseason? Who needs a preseason? Apparently, not Ottawa, not Montreal. Edmonton could have used it. 
I saw Jamie Elizondo, their head coach, first-year head coach, say after the game that they're not playing together, they're not playing as one. And I would suggest he's bang on. It's a new regime. Montreal's not. Calgary's not. <clears throat> but in the other game, Saskatchewan uh, knocked around Hamilton 30-8. And I'll get to this attendance thing. I, it's my sixth point. I mean, it was 27,000 and change at Mosaic Stadium. And people, you saw them tweeting saying, I can't wait to hear what Rod has to say about the fact this was the lowest attended Ryder game since the stadium opened. My take on that, I'll move point six up to point one point five. My take on that is these CFL attendances are way higher than I thought they'd be. Saskatchewan's already sold out one game. They've sold out the Labor Day Classic. They've announced it. They had two games in between. One was the Hamilton game, and then they're home again to Ottawa this weekend. Do you you think people are just going to shake the money tree in CFL markets and go to games? It's expensive. I have no issue whatsoever with 27,000. Now, people said, eh, there might have been 20,000 in the facility. I don't know about that. 27000 paid on the heels of a sellout for the home opener, I think it's a really good thing. Winnipeg had close to 30000 week one. Significant drop-off Friday's game. They were loud, but it wasn't shoulder-to-shoulder sh- in there. There's no doubt. But as far as the attendance goes, I can't, if you're looking for a critique, a scathing critique of CFL attendance, you're not going to get it from me. Because there's more people buying tickets this summer to CFL games than I thought there would be. Exponentially more. So I'm saving bravo to the CFL. Now, there are three teams that are 0-2. Nobody saw this coming. It's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which 0-2 CFL team is a mirage? And if you don't know what that is, it means better than their record. And on Twitter, 56% say the Ticats, Darren. 30% say Calgary's better than 0-2. And 14% say Edmonton. By virtue of that, they're saying Edmonton is what we thought they were. But I see a different result on Facebook. Calgary 48, Ticats 40%. So more people thinking Calgary's going to turn it around. But with this news that Bo Levi Mitchell's not going to play this week against Montreal, that might change things. There's no concern, I don't think, with attendance in Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Edmonton. I think there is concern over attendance in Calgary. But... I think I was saying to you last week, I've become so entrenched in the last year of watching games without crowds. I'm not looking in the crowd. I haven't even noticed the attendance. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go back. It was what? Who cares? Ah, uh, People do care. It's very important. Yeah. But I didn't really notice it. Is this, through two weeks, is this what we're talking about? It's not what I want to talk about. You know, Hamilton, they're, they're off this week. And when I talked about Toronto looking like they were running in quicksand the other night in Winnipeg, Hamilton was the same. And I'll tell you what, i got to take my hat off to these TSN analysts like Stiegel and Dunnigan. They've pulled no punches in terms of who's playing like junk in the early going in the Canadian Football League. I don't know how much of that you've seen, but on the Ryder Ticat game, was it Dwayne? Who was doing color in that game? I think Dwayne Ford. Yeah, 40. He's like, I don't care that they're missing Devere Posey and Braylon Addison. They should be better. And they, sh- they should be better. So I would say that the Hamilton Tiger Cats, pretty much everybody's preseason pick to be the Great Cup champion at 0-2, they got to be better than this. But let's not forget, it's a 14-game season. You don't have a lot of time to figure this out. No. You do not. No, it'll move really quickly. Orlando Steinauer, though, is a guy that I have a lot of faith in and trust in, in Hamilton, that he can get 
that team back to where they need to be. But let's not remember, let's not forget that we missed a whole season. And you can't just draw a straight line from last year, take this year and a half off and just slide them together and think you're just going to pick up where you left off, right? 16 months ago, this is not the case. So we're starting to see what's happened in that time off, who's adjusted, who's dropped off, who hasn't been able to keep up. And for a guy like, you know, Jeremiah Masoli, it's been more than that because he missed most of the last season that they were on the field too. So there's been a lot of time off. It's going to take him some time to get going again and use his feet and feel comfortable and, and be able to read these defenses. And they've got film on him. So it's going to take time in Hamilton more than we thought. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Because it's Monday, I don't have all my windows open yet here, Moose, uh, i.e. the comments. Let's get to the comments from some of our viewers here. Um, James in Manitoba, the Bombers averaged 19,000 at the old stadium, so 23,000 is not bad. No, it's not bad. Ryan Gregory on YouTube. I agree, Rod. People need to remember that we are still in a pandemic. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Alberta, I noticed watching the Ryder game because you don't usually see that many green seats. Empty. Um, For whatever reason, that's what everybody wants to talk about. I, however, do not. So that's our take coming out of week two in the CFL. Week three this week opens Thursday, Edmonton at BC. Friday, Montreal at Calgary. And now we've learned today, no Bo Levi for the Stampeders. Saturday, doubleheader, another one. Winnipeg at Toronto and Ottawa at Saskatchewan. And we can talk about which team is a mirage at 0-2. A delicious topic is who's the best unbeaten team, which maybe we'll do tomorrow. But Winnipeg's 2-0, Saskatchewan's 2-0, Ottawa's 1-0, Montreal's 1-0. But I'm going to reserve an answer on that until the back-to-back set, Labor Day and Banjo Bowl. That will be when the rubber meets the road and we find out who's the better team, clearly. But as somebody said to me in Ultimate Fan Zone yesterday, Moose, they said, are you going to wear that jersey on Labor Day? I said... I might wear it up till Labor Day. Every day. That's how much I like this thing. It looks good. I love it. It looks good. I love the royal blue. We're walking in that store and I'm like, my God, do they have beautiful merchandise. I know. The color combo, how they they have the W logo as an alternate as well. Looks really hot. Um, I wish they, you know, had more of the navy. I know they went more to this royal blue in the last couple of seasons, but... No, they got really good merch, but, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, and I hope you don't wear it every day. <laughs> well, I meant around here. Maybe you not can't necessarily wear it on, on the Labor show. Day around here. No. Um, the people are all geeked up. My, my quick six note, they're all out of order. Chicken scratches everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're excited about the CEBL news, okay? Breaking news Monday morning. The Canadian Elite Basketball League has expanded into Toronto adding the Scarborough Shooting Stars as its eighth franchise. The Shooting Stars will tip off when the 2022 season opens next May. Commissioner Mike Morreale said in a statement, Scarborough is a basketball hotbed that has produced some of Canada's very best players. When the new team hits the court in 2022, it will bring an elevated passion and love for the game, the Scarborough community, and for the next generation of CEBL stars. Who the heck were... Oh, it was the, the lacrosse guys on the weekend we were talking about. Uh, in Winnipeg, about expansion. And will they go to Florida? Will they go to Arizona? And they're like, well, it's not a lacrosse hotbed. 
there. Well, for basketball, Scarborough is a hotbed. Mm-hmm. This is a smart place for them to expand in the CEBL. We're running out of time here. Um, NFL preseason notes. We'll get to these later. There was only one game yesterday. Colts over the Panthers, 21-18. Chuba Hubbard looked really good in that game, despite a losing cause. Uh, Blue Jays avoid a sweep in Seattle. We got some hockey notes. How about Austin Matthews going to miss the start of the season with surgery? I'm sure you're panicking over that. A little bit. They're still talking about, still talking about Joe Thornton uh, signing in Florida, which pff, I don't get that one. And uh, before we break, the summer photo album is ready to go for a great Western Brewing. So. Let's go with it. Where the heck is? Okay, this is our photos. That is from our meet and greet. That's some of the guys that showed up at Hooters Winnipeg. And we had four. This is a special gift. We didn't tell everybody that they were going to get gifts from the RP show. Those are Rockstar of the Day shirts and hats. Those are some of the guys that came down. And we appreciate them spending some time with us. This was, hey, did you send that one? Yeah, I sent a few. That was, we just stumbled into this and the Jets were like, get in here. We're announcing Dale Howard Chuck Way. Come inside the ropes. And my, I, that's Mark Chipman at the, uh, oh, yeah. the owner of the Jets. He's standing at the podium there. So that was cool. Yeah, that just, that just happened. Yeah. Funny how things just happen. Uh, did I take that? I don't remember standing for that photo. You, did you take that one? Yeah, of course. So that was inside. That was in the Jets office. But that's all we can show you. That's all we can show you of that. Brand new offices for the Jets. That is from the concourse at IG Field. So that was fantastic. Friday, beautiful night for football. Oh, boy, was that great. That is uh, producer Clark. Thank you, Clark. Riders coming out of the tunnel Saturday night. Yep. What a, what a divine life we lead, huh? Oh, this is Nelson Vo, right? Yep. Our he, content creator. He was at the uh, MLS game, the Montreal Impact. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was this? and that was me on the golf course. Uh, of course it was. There so you go. I had for to get the shot in. Uh, we're seeing Sean McNall was there and everybody in Kenosi. So it was fun there. Share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP show by using the hashtags RP show or GW beer summer. Tweet them at us now. An original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol taste without compromise purchase at a store near you today. Connor Bedard joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.